This is Ask an Expat with Marcus and Matt from An Expat's Russia, where we answer your questions about what it's like to live, work, and travel in Russia. Hi everyone, welcome to this episode. Today we're going to discuss how to avoid mail order bride scams in Russia. Marcus, what would your first piece of advice be for someone looking to go to Russia to find uh, a wife? I would say avoid at all costs uh, matchmaking services or matchmaking agencies. And the number two reasons why is because one, they're expensive and two, you don't know what services, what the quality of services are. And right. also you don't necessarily, if you're going through a service, you don't necessarily know what the intentions of the, the woman or the women you meet are right. So you don't know, well, are they really looking for what you're looking for or are they, you know, kind of looking for somebody with a, a Western passport? Right. Exactly. Well, I think one of the biggest things you hear all these stories, there's this TV show that I think is quite popular in the U S these days. I don't watch it, but I've heard about it. 90 day fiance, where they have, you know, these guys who are looking for wives in Ukraine and in Russia and bringing them back to the US. You just hear all these crazy stories of some guy spending $10,000 on text messages or emails to some girl on some matchmaking website. You know, then you hear these stories that, you know, it's actually some Russian guy on the other end who's answering the emails. And, you know, this guy paid $10,000 to talk to some Russian girl who doesn't even exist. And it's like, it's so easy to just get on a plane in 2000. Well, okay, in COVID times, it's slightly more difficult to get to Russia, right? But in general, <laughs> It's easy to just get on a plane and go to another country and learn about the culture, learn about the people and meet people in a normal sort of social setting. I think this is one of the things that always struck me with these guys who are doing this is that they're not some, you know, guys who live in their mother's basement. A lot of times they're kind of outgoing and, you know, well-to-do American guys who are divorced or had some issue with women in America. I, I don't really know all of their motivations, but if they were just to show up in Russia, I mean, how good could you live and how long could you live in Russia on $10,000 instead of spending that on emails to some girl who may or may not exist? Right, right. I think the main advantage to going through an agency or at least in, in most people's eyes is to fast track the process of meeting, you know, several women, several having several candidates and kind of you know, getting, getting there, they don't necessarily have the, the desire to live in Russia. Right. But if you're going to drop right. several thousand dollars and you're hoping to get a wife, you know, a long-term lasting relationship with someone from one of those countries, you probably should know something about the culture, maybe even pick right. up some, some phrases and words in that language. So it's in the process of actually doing it yourself I'm, i don't mean like just blindly doing it yourself you know going going to to russia with having done some research by yourself but mm -hmm. in that process you can start meeting people and whether it's online offline and one thing that we discussed in a different video actually is russian women like a man who who can take initiative and yeah, you know, she can depend on. So, right. Again, we're kind of not speaking from experience here. Neither of us used one of these matchmaking agencies. I've met a number of people in Russia who 
I can't say for certain that they use these agencies, but it, it seemed very much to be the case. And I never quite understood why somebody, I mean, it just goes against all, I mean, I just wouldn't want to base a relationship with someone on some agency, right? So like you have an agency, their job is to just like find random women and then put them in contact with you. I mean, that's just, just kind of strange. And you have all of the cultural differences, you know, you touched on. What happens when that person comes back to your country and they're stuck in, you know, a small town in the middle of the U.S. and can't really speak English that well? I mean, that's not going to go over well and it's going to be a big stress for you. You'd be much better off long term going to Russia, learning about the culture, meeting people in a natural setting if, if you were really dead set on meeting and having a Russian wife. Right. I think, um, you know, with an agency, okay, so with Let's Russia, we get calls in sometimes from people who need a visa to Russia, right? And, you know, talking to clients, they'll tell you why they're going to Russia. And they say, well, I met a woman or I met a girl I'm going to visit. And it turns out that, you know, more than once I've talked to people who are talking to Russian women they've never met and there's some type of scam going on and, and they say, well, she's right. asking for money and she's she's asking, she's telling me that, you know, she needs to get a visa to the U.S. and it costs this, this much. And I know it doesn't cost that much, for for example. So I tell them, I'm like, right. Are you, you're not sending money, right? So the <laughs> kind of, you know, it's kind of, they don't want to be in that situation, but but going through an agency might not be the best idea either. So how do you kind of, you know, find the middle ground where you're not scammed by individual women, you're not scammed by an agency, for example. And I would say, you know, if you're dead set on it, then you have to uh, spend some time in the country. And believe me, I really genuinely believe that there are lots of very good wife, you know, Russian women that you can, um, you know, be happy with and build a strong relationship with. But you have to kind of go there and meet them in a normal way. Right. Well, I think one of the biggest pieces of advice I always give to friends who are, you know, I have friends who have married people from all over the world. And I always say to them, like, look, if you're going to marry someone from another country, you should be ready at any moment that you might have to go and live in that country. And to go and live in that country means you should understand kind of the basic, you know, culture and, and how people think about things. I mean, the outlook on life is very different in Russia than it is in the United States. You know, we're very much similar too, but I think people overlook these facts, right? And then they think about, oh, I just want to find some beautiful Russian woman and bring over to the US right. and everything's going to be great. These are the people that are going to get in the most trouble. I mean, you have right. nothing, you, you have, there's, very high risk associated with a decision like that. I just, for me, it, it just sounds crazy, honestly. Why would someone even consider going through one of these marriage agencies? Also, I mean, the women who are at these agencies, right? Most of them are probably volunteering to be, you know, match made with American or German or, you know, foreign guys. So, you know, what does that say about the quality of the women or the maybe not the quality what does that say about the intentions well some of them are paid just to act like they're interested interested yeah, right sure so i i don't i don't think some people you know realize that but 
how do you know what the intentions are of, of the women, they, what their relationship is with the, the agency as well. Another thing I was going to say is that I've known a few people who, you know, have married to go to the U.S., for example, and then divorced, right? They, they wait out their time, they get their green card, they get their passport sure. and then, and then divorce. That's never a, a good thing to happen, but, uh, you can avoid some of those things by, and, and also we've had people getting visas to go to Russia because they're usually it's the, the wife, the Russian wife was deported from the U S for, you know, up to three years, five years because they, you know, broke a minor rule and in, in when they got their visa, they got a tourist visa, then they got married and left the U.S. on a honeymoon or they overstayed their visa. They're married to an American. And then these Americans have to go to Russia with their wives for, you know, three years minimum. And like you, right. like you just said, you have to be willing to potentially go to your wife's, you know, native country. So that's yeah. a good rule of thumb. I think. Yeah. I mean, again, our overarching statement here would be to avoid all of the matchmaking agencies. There's so much information on the web these days that you can find, figure things out. I know you might be worried about language barriers and whatnot, but to be honest, if you're worried about a language barrier, that's a pretty big red flag in, in my mind. Like if you can't communicate with someone who you're considering to potentially be a wife, that's insanity, right? I mean, you have to... <laughs> You have to be realistic here. If you're going to Russia and, um, you know, the, the people that you're meeting are not speaking English and you haven't used a translator, how do you even know if they're translating exactly what's being said? I mean, I just, I cannot even fathom what, the, what that situation is like. Right, right. So, well, again, that's what we wanted to, to kind of share our experience. And, and although we don't have a you know direct negative experience with a matchmaking agency, we know several people who have been through that and some of it has ended in in divorce uh, so others others happiness but uh, in general um, those are kind of the, the things you want to avoid so right if you have any experience with these matchmaking agencies in russia let us know in the comments we'd love to uh, hear your thoughts as well see you in the next video